What's up, everybody? Are you happy to hear my voice? Of course you are. You know why? Because you love me. And I love you too. You're listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I'm Vaughn DiCarlo Brown, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And Coach Vaughn is on. What's up? Happy Monday, everyone. Um, got a lot to get into, of course. But you know what? I, it snowed again today, so I'm just like... Spring snow. Yeah, that makes sense. What the hell is going on with Mother Nature? Is global warming real? Is that even a real question? It's so obvious that it is, but we got to say it is when it isn't. And when it when it isn't, we got to say it is. That's the world we live in. I mean, it's Trump's stank-ass America, right? Oh, somebody catch me up. I be trying to stay out of like political things all the time, but of course politics spills into sports these days and and of course into comedy. It's really funny because when I went to college, I had a journalism scholarship and I was told in high school, you know, if you want to be on TV because I wanted to be an actress and do comedy and sing and theater and do all these things. And I was told that that was unrealistic, you know, being from small town USA. And if I wanted to be on TV, you know, since I was such a great writer um, and had this journalism scholarship, that I should put all that writing energy, not necessarily into a creative space, but into a political space and do television news. And if I wanted to be on TV and just be an anchor person and all that jazz. So I started college um, back home in Pittsburgh and... Within, I I believe, a year, I left that journalism scholarship because I just really feel like they do try to teach you how to deliver the news um, in a a way that sounds non-biased, but it's totally biased. And I was going crazy. Like, I I, I get like I'm we already know I'm kind of woke, you know, I'm woke as fuck. But like when you're constantly dealing with politics and and learning things and and going through the motions and I wrote for the newspaper, all this stuff. And you really become woke. Like, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say nothing with a slant. I'm going to tell the truth. Isn't that what the news is supposed to be? It's supposed to be the truth. And I just felt like it just totally wasn't. And I was going crazy. And I'm like, you know what? First of all, um, I'm not trying to be a political analyst. I don't want to be a political journalist. I want to be an entertainer. I like making people laugh. I like having fun. I like the freedom in writing creatively. Um, But everything comes from life. You know, art imitates life, especially in the case of Vondi Carlo Brown comedy and and writing and entertainment. But um, I say all that to say it's very interesting how you cut to... 2018 and I'm I'm living my life like it's as golden as possible um through the struggle of the entertainment industry as a comedian and look at the world we're in now it's God is funny when God has a plan for you he sticks to it and it's very interesting because <laughs> politics is everywhere now sports comedy like People trust comedians these days more than regular television news analysts and and newspapers and, well, online newspapers. But you get what I'm saying. People will tune into The Daily Show for Trevor Noah to tell the news and, and feel like that's more believable than CNN and Fox going back and forth with their bullshit. 
brainwashing bullshit. Have you guys seen that meme that's floating around where it's all someone edited all of these different news stations from all across the country and they're all like saying the exact same thing. Like we're all being brainwashed. But we already know this, right? Or are we or aren't we? Is the color blue or is it red or is red blue or is blue red? We don't know. What is the truth these days? I don't know. I don't know. But here's what we do know. Ball don't lie. <laughs> Ball don't lie. The scores don't lie. But do they? Because I'm I'm really growing impatient with these referees. Are you guys? Uh, I'm really, really getting impatient. And um, the other day, or was it last week? I'm, I'm getting my calendar all screwed up going back and forth from Pittsburgh and stuff with my mom. But um, my mom has cancer, for those of you who don't know. And um, she's going through chemo and she's she's being a trooper. She's cracking jokes. She's doing good, you know, in really good spirits. But the the treatments are brutal, brutal. But um, whatever game that was where they kicked Katie, they te- they teed up Katie and and kicked them out the game. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're trying to claim that players are so sensitive these days and maybe. You might have a case there a little bit, but the the referees are very sensitive and abusing their power. And don't nobody come to the game to see your punk ass. Not one person is there to see the referees. We don't even know your name. We don't want to know your name. We know KD. And whether you're a fan of Kevin Durant or not, and they're saying he's such a changed person. The pressure is on. They, he doesn't know how to handle pressure. All the la-di-da. But if you go to a game, right, and KD is not on the floor, and you're looking at your ticket price like, I know you got a lot of Warriors on the floor, but I want to see all of them. I, my, my little emoji microscope eye is still on Steph Curry. Like, I want to see this injury for real, for real. <laughs> All of them. Everybody is resting. Everybody is hurt and resting. Um, I do want to talk about Vince Carter, though, and Patrick McCraw injury. Oh, my God. That was, that was a moment. It was a moment. There was tears on the floor. And teams coming together to pray and and all of that. And I must say, you know, Vince Carter is, is a grown-ass man. Like, he's super grown. Like, you watch him play and you're like, wow, he hasn't retired yet? He's still this good? I love Vince Carter. Love me some Vince Carter. And he was very genuine. Like, that was a split-second decision mistake that happened. And for anyone that's calling Vince Carter a dirty player now, like, stop. You Come on. You can say a lot about Vince Carter. One thing you're not going to say is he's a dirty player. I don't think that he's ever had that reputation. I mean, he's he's brutal on the floor. Like, ball don't lie, especially when it's in his hands and he don't, don't let him dunk on you, even at 40. Is Vince Carter in 40 or 41? Let's look that up. How old is Vince Carter right now? I know he is no spring chicken, and you know athletes age in dog years. So he's technically about 150 years old and still killing them out there in, in these uh in these basketball streets. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to look it up. Uh Vince Carter is 
Oh, he was born in 1977. Okay. All right. So he's an old head. He's an old head. Um, either way, he's 41 years old, born in 77, and he's a beast. And in all the years he's been in the league, correct me if my, I'm wrong, but he doesn't have a reputation as a dirty player. So we're not going to exaggerate this story out as if he really tried to intentionally um, hurt like I, I'm not accepting that. I've been seeing some people try to go with that, and like Steve Kerr was yelling at him at first, like he knows better. But look, we're all human. We all make mistakes. It's all good. It's all good. And he's okay now, right? I haven't looked up the. I should look up that report too. Um, but I, I, he's all right, I believe. And. Thank God we don't want any permanent injuries. Lord knows everybody is resting and hurt from something. Ugh. Who's going to be MVP? Are we still, we still believe it's going to be Harden, right? They're going to give it to the Beard this year. But their, their little win streak is over. Yeah, they had a, 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 a D'Antoni got on them. D'Antoni got on them. Like, look, I know you're tired, but you still got to play. You still got to play. I feel him on that. He just, uh, when he was coach for the Knicks, I kind of, I didn't like him that much as the coach for the Knicks. He's probably going to be coach of the year. People are saying that for the Rockets this year. I don't know. I'm indifferent about Dan, damn Tony, as I used to call him when he was with the Knicks. Coach, damn, 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 Tony, damn, Tony, damn. Um. I'm indifferent with him. I, yeah, he's doing a great job. Look at, look at, you know, ball don't lie. Scores don't lie. He's doing good. But um, it's just something about him. Like, even the way he was like, y'all got to still play. Well, he didn't say it like that. But he was like, you guys have to still play. Get out there. Do it. It's just sometimes when he talks, I'm, it's almost like condescending. And I hate that. It's like, dude, like coaches are supposed to be the boss or whatever. We get it. But he just seems so condescending most of the time and uh, not feeling that, not feeling it. But I do get what he's saying where it's like, look, I know it's the end of the year, but we're about to have to put our playoff feet on. Y'all tired now. How are you going to get through playoffs? You want to be champs, right? You want that ring. So uh, no lies spoken there. So I don't, I don't know, guys. I think that, um, if I'm doing predictions, this isn't my personal vote, of course. I think they're going to give it to Harden. Um, and I think Bron Bron, King James, will, you know, get the short end of the stick again this year. And I'm with them, you know. Someone said to me yesterday when I was out at the comedy club, I was at the cellar. And, you know, I always light the fire and start talking about basketball amongst the comics. And one of them there was like, oh, I, I didn't know you were a Knicks fan. I thought you were a Cavs fan because of how much you talk about LeBron. And I'm like, dude, I'm a Knicks fan easily. But it's really not much going on with the Knicks. That, like, you could talk about this exciting right now. You know, we're about to go into the playoff season and the Knicks aren't going to be in the playoffs. And I, I ride so hard for LeBron because I should, you know, he doesn't have to be on my team. It's OK to be down for individual players and give credit where credit is due. And I just don't think that LeBron James 
gets his due. I think that people just take advantage of the fact that he's so good that there's never no excuses for him that you would give to anybody else. And I think that's whack. I think that's corny. You know what I mean? Can you imagine if LeBron James had made the same Vince Carter mistake? Oh, my God. They would, like, try to burn his house down or something. Like, people try to treat LeBron like he's so horrible, but he's really not. He's super, 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 super great. But anyway, it's no need for me to uh, beat a dead horse. We all get it. I've said it a thousand times. Um, but here's what here's one of the things I did want to talk about today. Um, John Wall. John Wall um, returned and... You know, all his shots wasn't falling. You know, he wasn't fully himself, but he's just getting back after um, an extended uh, break. And I just don't know how people feel about his return because of the whole Wizards acting like they don't need him. But clearly they need John Wall. How do you guys feel about his return? I mean, he said uh, they asked him, you know, how he felt or whatever. And he's just like, I just wanted to come back and play as well as I could and haven't played in months. So I don't want to force the issue and just play my game and take shots that I always take, uh, you know, and and get into rhythm because, you know, they've been playing well. And, you know, I just want to make their job a lot easier so they don't have to waste so much energy. And, you know, he's saying all the right things. But do you think there was a part of him that was like, yeah, I'm back, bitches. Move over. Give me the ball. Let me do what I do. <laughs> it's just, I don't understand what it is. Maybe it's it's just the world we live in now where people just don't have the right appreciation for each other. I I don't know. I don't, I don't connect with that. I have a lot of appreciation for people who, who I'm in rhythm with and who I get a good flow with and, you know, people that can make me better. I try to make them better. And it's, it's all reciprocation, reciprocation. I don't know, but I, I don't think that the, the wizards felt like they was holding it down so much. Right. Mm, I don't know. Side eye to the wizards. I'm glad John Wall is back, um, from his injury. I wish I hate the fact that Christos Porzingis is going to be out for so long. I wonder what that's going to look like when he comes back. Because he's out for the rest of this season, but part of next season. That's rough. But he's so young, so he's, you know, he's going to recover way different than as if he was older. So I think he'll be fine. I mean, look at Paul George. Paul George recovered. It's it's almost like nothing happened. Well, no, it's not like nothing happened because he's not as explosive, but she's still the shit. Like he's still doing his thing. So I don't know, but I'm glad to see John Wall back. And, you know, there's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of, um, I don't know, low key resting players. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think, I think that, um, they need the rest. I think that the NBA has a zillion games and they've always talked about how can they, you know, lessen the season or lessen games or whatever. Um, I don't know that there's an answer, but I think the little low key resting because, oh, he has a sprain in his pinky toe. Uh, it's in, <laughs> he put nail polish on his pinky toe and it's a little sprained. Yeah, I don't know. But at the end of the day, John Wall is back in just enough time. You know, Wizards moving forward over um, going into the playoffs with their 
best player, their absolute best player, um, back on the floor. So that's a good thing for them, right? Um, they're obviously going to have to get back in rhythm with each other. But, you know, John Wall is amazing. He's one of those players that I always want to see do well and go far. But they never quite get there. I don't know what it is about the Wizards and, and John Wall, but it's like the almost doesn't count syndrome. Like how many times can you get but so far? Like when is he going to have his shine and his moment? I don't know that it's going to be this year, even though, you know, the East is the East, what, whatever. But um, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think that he'll do well for a while, but hopefully this will just be momentum into next year, I guess. Because who knows where LeBron's going to be next year? Where is LeBron going to be? Hmm. Trey Burke credits John Wall for helping him get in the G League. Um, not the G League, in, into, the, in, into the NBA. Um, regular NBA. Um, he was in the G League. And I, th- I think that was Trey Burke. He said that John Wall would like always text him or talk to him or whatever about staying inspired and and keep pushing and stuff and I I don't know about you guys but I like Trey Burke for the Knicks like he's doing his thing I ain't mad at Trey Burke are we feeling Trey are we feeling Trey I don't know that a lot of my listeners are Knicks fans you guys usually just trash me for being a Knicks fan so I don't know if you even pay that much attention to Trey Burke but he's a little swaggy little swaggy not to be confused with swaggy P um doing his thing for the Warriors but um I kind of like I like Trey and I think that I don't know. I don't know what the future looks like for the Knicks guys. It's just so depressing because at the end of the day, don't he doesn't care. Dolan doesn't care. They they're, they're going to sell tickets at the Garden no matter what. I think that the Knicks will always be in some kind of rut until, you know, I become super rich and super famous enough like Jay-Z to buy my 1% of the Knicks. <laughs> no, I'm going to buy more. I'm going to buy a huge percentage. I'm going to own the Knicks someday. And I am going to make this an amazing team. And that's my, you know, that's my life purpose. Circling back to what I was saying earlier. Finding my purpose in this world as a writer and comedian and entertainer and uh, low-key journalist, I guess, is to someday purchase the Knicks franchise and become the first female black female comedian to own a team. Are we rocking with this? I I, I hear dead silence. <laughs> I think I will be a good owner. I mean, once I figured out all the exact nuances of what I need to do to make it great and put my energy to it, I think I will be a super great owner. And I would be the best trash-talking owner of all time. That we already know for sure. And I would take really good care of the players. You know, I'm always, because I'm an artist, I will be on the artist side. You know, I, I consider all entertainers artists and basketball players, although they're athletes, but they're artists. This is a form of entertainment. I'm always on the entertainer side. That's probably why I would never really be a good owner or a good businessman, woman, in that sense for the team, because I would just always really be trying to take care of them and in business. I think Beyonce said it. Um, She learned from her dad that being kind and polite 
in business doesn't always go hand in hand. That doesn't mean to be mean and take advantage of people. I hate that. But like, I've even experienced this in my world of entertainment on the business end. You you have to be have to be pretty stern and pretty stand your ground pretty hard. And sometimes, you know, even if you are being polite about it, people will take kindness for weakness. So you got to just, you know, stand your ground. You know what I'm saying? And if Dolan has done nothing else, he has stood his uh, zero fucks given ground with the Knicks for many, many years now. So I'm going to keep my orange and blue on. I'm not going to take off my orange and blue and and call it quits because I'm a loyal, loyal person. And I believe in sticking to what you believe in. And I believe in the Knicks. And I think that someday everything's going to be all right because everything is temporary. Everything. All these injury, inju- injuries, temporary. All these wins and losses, temporary. The good is temporary. The bad is temporary. You know, everything in life is temporary. Everything. That's how to, That's why you have to learn how to ride the wave and just go with the flow of life. And, you know, like I was saying about Vince Carter, he certainly didn't mean to hurt him. But it's temporary. He'll be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Porzingis, he's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. The Knicks are going to be fine. LeBron's not going to win MVP this year. They're going to give it to Harden. It's going to piss me off royally. But that'll be temporary. Well, my anger won't be temporary. I'm going to be pissed until, you know, (laughs) he gets it every year, every single year until he retires. And then he just passes it on to his son. Can you imagine if LeBron James' son comes into the league and is just as good as LeBron? They were comparing Ben Simmons' stats to LeBron, his rookie stats. Like, Ben Simmons, don't sleep on little light skin in, in Philly. Ow, team light skin doing it up. It seemed like it should be on the Warriors. <laughs> you know, because the Warriors is nice and high yellow across the board. I mean, you got KD and Draymond. I know, I know. But y'all get what I'm saying. I don't know if you guys are following me on Instagram and Twitter or listening to me on SiriusXM Urban View when I go and fill in for Godfrey, but I got my hair done and I'm loving it. And everybody's like, oh my God, it's beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, my hair is woke as fuck. <laughs> this is my Black Panther 2 audition hair because I'm trying to get some swirls up in, in uh, Wakanda, get some light skin up in there. Get them them halfsies in there. Me and Steph and Blake and Ben Simmons. Swirls. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm digging Trey Burke is the bottom line. I don't know. I like him as point better than Nicolina. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You guys like calling me out when I'm wrong. But I'm feeling him more than, than Nicolina. Frank Nicolina. Am I saying his name right? Probably not, but um, he's he's more enjoyable to watch. He's doing his thing. He's a little swaggy. He got he get he gets the job done. He goes in. He gets the ball moving. What else? What else do we need? Right? He's no Chris Paul, right? But we already know that. What is Chris Paul coming to the Knicks with LeBron next year, or the year after, or whenever? Wouldn't that be something? Can we make that happen? I'm telling you, I would be a great owner. I would be a great owner, guys. Ugh, 
You know what I wouldn't do? I would not. I repeat. I say it loud and proud. I would not hire Coach Damn Tony. <laughs> I don't care how good he's doing right now. I don't care if he's going to be Coach of the Year. I don't care if the Rockets win a ring and, and Harden get regular season and finals MVP. I give zero fucks. I'm not hiring Coach D'Antoni for the Knicks again. He aggravated me to death. Remember when he sat uh, Nate Robinson out for a long time? I thought that was like a power trip. Like, I, I think, like, damn, Tony B, I'm telling you, he's real condescending. It's just, he may seem like an old slave owner or something. Like, he got it in him. <laughs> that's probably too far. But that's how I feel. You know, that's how I feel when I hear him talking sometimes. Like, really? Really, damn, Tony? Really? Anyway, guys, I... I have been a little off, you know, going back and forth, dealing with my mom in Pittsburgh and her chemo. We're about two or three weeks in to her chemo treatments, and it's rough. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. But she's in good spirits, and she's getting through it, and my family's going to get through this. Um, Keep prayers up for my mom. She's such a strong woman. I did not know You don't know until you go through it and you watch someone that you love go through these chemo and radiation treatments. And it's basically just poisoning you and just, you know, like the doctor said, you have to burn down down the village to rebuild the village. And that's truly what they're doing. And my mom is handling it like a trooper. But if I seem a little off, that's probably what it is. But, you know, I keep focus. I keep my focus. It's all good. I'm doing my thing. I'm back in New York right now. I did a couple of shows. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with my shows and where I'm going to be next. Um, I'm out here in these comedy streets doing my thing, building my brand. You guys are helping me build the Coach Vaughn brand. Um, I'm doing it here on this podcast. I'm doing it on SiriusXM. Um, Urban View is holding me down. And hopefully I'll be on there more and more as the days come. And you guys keep listening, keep calling in, keep doing all the things that you're doing. And we'll keep everything moving. I can't wait until playoff season start. There's no games tonight. I think it's just Villanova. I, you guys already know I'm not into college basketball. I don't like watching these young guys get their dreams crushed right in front of me. And I just wait until I see who's going to be in the NBA draft. And then I followed their NBA professional careers. And we already had this discussion. If you didn't listen to it, if I'm repeating stuff, you know, that my faithful listeners know already, that's cool. Um, Sorry, but I'm repeating it a a lot of stuff for, I have a lot of new listeners and I need them to catch up to speed. So what you can do is you could go back and listen to all of my Coach Vaughn podcasts um, posts, uh, start from the beginning and come all the way up to this episode. They're repeatable because, you know, I talk love basketball and comedy. It's not just about current games and what's going on. As you can tell, it's, it's about life and, you know, ball is life and you got 24 seconds on a shot clock in life every day, every 20 seconds, every 24 seconds, you have a chance to reset and do it all again. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. You know, everything, everything. Ball is life. Look at the shot clock. You got another chance. Give it another shot. You know, you fall down once, get up twice. Fall down seven times, get up eight. 
Your shot clock ain't completely. You are in double, triple, 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 triple overtime in life. It ain't over. Your buzzer don't. There's no buzzer in your life until you have no breath in your body. So if I know anything, if I don't know anything, I know this. Life, every moment is truly golden. It is truly a pleasure to be alive. It is truly a privilege to be alive. Don't take it advantage of, um, don't take for granted of any moment of your life and don't cut short anyone else's life. That's why Vince Carter had those tears because he's a grown ass man and he knows how precious life is and he knows how wonderful of a privilege it is to be able to live your dreams and he was not trying to cut that dude's dreams short in the NBA by giving him no injury especially not no permanent injury or even a temporary injury there is no way that's what those tears were about because he knows you know you young cats out there don't know like you know me and Vince know we know how precious life is and you have to embrace Every single moment. And let me tell you something. I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time out and listening to my voice on this podcast. Your time is valuable and precious. And the time that you spend listening to me on this podcast and helping me grow, don't ever think it's not appreciated because it is. And when you reach out to me on Twitter at Vondi Carlo, at um, Vondi Carlo on Instagram as well, put in the hashtag Coach Von, V O N. Or just go to CoachVaughnPodcast.com. You know where to find me. All the links are there. I, I love talking to you guys and, 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 and trash talking with you. You guys are part of my life. And I appreciate the breath that, are, that, that is in your lungs. And I appreciate you taking the time out to make me part of your life. Whether it's on this podcast or, like I said, on the radio. And eventually, you know, hopefully moving forward in, into TV and all the wonderful plans that I have um, in 2018 and, and beyond. You guys are part of my life. And I love you for it. And don't ever let anyone tell you that ball is not life. Because it is. Coach Vaughn, out.